welcome everyone to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie. And Ronnie, last time we spoke, the both both the West and the Eastern Conference Finals were 3-0. We were looking at a sweep. Oh, how things have changed yeah. since then. Let's start with the Lakers. Uh, Let's start with the Lakers because that's the easy one. Yeah. Uh, At that point, the Nuggets were up 3-0. We thought, yeah, you know, the Lakers have showed some life. They might win a game, but it wouldn't be shocked if they got swept. I expected them to win a game. I I thought they would win a game more likely than the Celtics would win a game. I think that that's probably on record of me saying that somewhere if you want to find it. Yep, you're Uh, right. It didn't happen. The Lakers lost. And the Denver Nuggets swept their way into the NBA Finals. Nikolai Jokic was the Finals MVP, the Western Conference Finals MVP, which I believe is called the Magic Johnson Trophy. I think when you're you right. Win that MVP award. Yep. Uh, on the East, it's called the Larry Bird Trophy. So he he they punched their ticket. They're waiting for the East to finish up. Any any highlights, lowlights of that series that you want to talk about? Mm, you know, it was just unexpected, like we talked about, because, you know, like the Nuggets won their first two at home, and then we figured the Lakers would win one at their home, but they didn't, you know, the, the Nuggets just totally swept them, just blew them out. Yeah. And it wasn't really that close either, to you. I mean, it's it just, uh, yeah, the Lakers sucked it up, and it kind of just showed <laughs> that, like, maybe the Suns weren't that bad of a team, and they shouldn't have got rid of their coach. That That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah, you talked about that, and yeah. I rolled my eyes. And- yeah. We all had a good laugh. Yeah. Uh, I, the the Nuggets are a very well-balanced team. They mm-hmm. have been shooting fantastically. They've been defensively very strong, very sound with different players stepping up. Nikolai Jokic is averaging a triple-double during these playoffs. Yeah, They're going to be tough to beat. I still think the team from the East wins. But I, I have a far less faith than I did a mere week ago when we had this conversation. Right. Because of the way they dominated their way through the West. Yeah. And it's crazy. LeBron, like he had a decent game. Anthony Davis didn't have really that good of the last game either, too. No, D'Angelo Le- Russell LeBron, was just Yeah, it was the first time LeBron awful. was swept in, in the playoffs too, or where in like yeah, it was a it was the first time that he was swept. Um yeah. Just really, really weird Slipped to see that. And but he tried his ass off too, you know, to try to get <laughs> the team. Tried. Man, he he did not want to lose like that. He wanted to win at least one game. But yeah, didn't make it happen. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. It, right. I, he was frustrated. His some of his comments after the game, he, he didn't say he was retiring, but he hinted that it's tougher and tougher to do this. I think it's just emotion after a just crushing yeah. series defeat. I fully expect LeBron to be back next year maybe if the team is bad he's taking a little bit more injury time and and Mm -hmm. playing less games if they're not on track to to make the playoffs or win a championship but he's certainly going to be back i don't foresee him actually retiring but he definitely looked old and sounded old and um but he's still like top 10 player in the league though so i mean why would you well why, why would you retire when you're still one of the best you know yeah, uh, there's a lot of reasons you would do that. <laughs> I would say, right? I want family to have time to <laughs> to be more involved with your kids as they prepare to transition from high school to the NBA, to high school to college to the NBA. Do it, Tom uh, Brady. All of those are did. valid keep, reasons. Keep playing until your wife gets so angry that she divorces you, and then find a new younger hottie. <laughs> Is he dating somebody, Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, uh, he has I, some sort of new girl that's like 
way hotter than the new girl. Yeah, way way hotter than the Brazilian uh, Wonder Woman girl. Okay, hotter than the Brazilian supermodel. Are you saying? <laughs> yeah. I gotta get a. I gotta get a look at this world. <laughs> Giselle is absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. the fact that you say that I makes know. me think that. You know what? So I, I haven't looked at her myself. I, this is just what I've heard through other people and what they said. So I, I haven't looked myself. I should before I say the comments like that. Okay. But I do I like Giselle too. I a picture too. of her. She is attractive as you would expect from Tom Brady. Yeah. If you're curious to what her name is, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it for everybody here. Veronica Rajik. Oh, yeah. Is apparently his new girl, rumored new girlfriend. So. Congrats, Tom. Man, we took a real big detour. <laughs> so is it true? Uh, is, is she cuter? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to compare apples. They're both yeah. just gorgeous. They're so. both supermodels. Yeah. One's yeah. an Instagram model and the other one's just a supermodel, like a world yeah. supermodel. <laughs> um, LeBron contemplating retirement. He's married his, <laughs> to his high school sweetheart. And uh, they have multiple That's kids dumb. getting ready to transition. <laughs> to the, are you married to your high school sweetheart? Yeah. Why would, you, why would you ever do yeah, that? That's okay. a dumb idea. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move out east where things got very interesting. Last time we spoke, the Boston Celtics had just lost three games in a row to the Miami Heat. And they just didn't lose these games. They were dismantled, destroyed decimated I don't know why I'm sticking with the letter D here but they look bad <laughs> like D's. and <laughs> and um they they I didn't think they had a chance of winning another game especially since game 4 was going to beat Miami well hold on to your hats folks they ended up going on a nice little tear here they won 3 games in a row forcing a game 7 this is the fourth time ever an NBA team has forced a game seven after being down 3-0. The first time it ever happened at that team's home stadium. So tonight's game was in Boston. I say tonight, it's Monday. Game seven just ended. Uh, so they really set up the table nicely, right? Win three games in a row. Go back to Boston. You have a chance to do something that's never been done. Uh, Draymond Green had a funny message. He said he was rooting for the Celtics because if they came back and won... No one would start – people would stop talking about the Warriors being up 3-1 and losing. Instead, oh, yeah. they'd be talking about the Heat being up 3-0 and losing. Yep. So he was rooting for the Celtics. And let's talk about Game 6 before we talk about Game 7. Yeah, definitely. Because Game 6 was just absolutely insane, especially right. the ending. Just to kind of set the table for you, It's it's – what, two seconds left in the game? Jimmy yeah. Butler gets fouled shooting a three. So he <laughs> goes to the line. They yeah. are up by what what was the score in that situation? Do you recall? I need to I could pull well, it up. I, real all quick. I remember is that you had to make all three free throws to take the lead. So they were he down by all, two. They're down by two. That sounds right. So they were down by two. He needed to make all three to take the lead, which is what Roddy just said, <laughs> in case you feel like you're hearing an echo. Uh, so he Clutch, absolutely clutch, nails all three, and in my head, the Heat just won. The Heat just yeah. won this game. They just won this series, and because there was like know, three my, seconds left, I think there's like that. So, yeah, just seconds left. Uh, Boston has a timeout. They call their timeout so they can advance it to midcourt, and they do just that. They take it to midcourt, and the inbound pass goes to Marcus Smart. He puts up a. Shot. I mean, you don't have a lot of choices when you, when you're that much time. 
misses. Derek White crashes the boards, gets the tip in with like 0.2 seconds left. I think his win is his hand came off the ball. Yeah. It goes through. They win. They force a game seven. And at that moment, I'm not even a Boston or Miami fan, but just such <laughs> yeah. a gambit of emotions. It's like, oh my God, Jimmy oh, hit yeah. all three. He, he punched their ticket to the NBA Finals. <laughs> oh my God. Derek White? Oh, yeah, it's game right? seven? Oh my gosh. It was just, it was all over the place. And Derek White after was was basically in tears, just just kind of like overwhelmed with everything that just happened. He saved yeah. their season, literally. He by, saved by their team. being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. It was really, really cool to watch. I know I was freaking out watching it. Yeah. Uh, it really re- I just, I re- it reminded me of Metal World Peace against the Suns when we, you know, we didn't box yeah. out, and then he got the rebound and put it up, and then took us out of the playoffs. It really reminded me of that a lot, and that's all that Miami had to do right there is just box out, you know, box but they out. didn't. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, I, I like Derek White. I'm gonna I'm gonna not quote him because I don't have it in front of me, but somewhat ver- said that you know there's no point in him just standing there after the shot went up. Mm-hmm. So he ran to the boards because you never yep. know what's going to happen. And and he was absolutely right. If he would have hesitated, if he would have just any uh, million things could have happened, but he was just in the perfect place at the perfect time. The ball bounced the perfect way that it needed to bounce. And he released the ball the perfect time and it, it went in. So it was, it was really, really an amazing shot. It reminded me, and it's a little bit different because that was on an inbound play of, of the alley-oop from Jay Crowder to DeAndre Ayton that yeah. was just perfectly, beautifully timed. Yep. Uh, that was a planned play where this was just the reaction to to a missed shot. So I, yeah. I feel like as far as degree of difficulty and likelihood of success, the, the this Boston Celtics tip-in probably takes the lead. I don't know what you think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just, well, so let me go back to Jimmy Butler. That was just insane that he... Oh, yeah. You know, like he's, he's running off to the right side of the court, right? He puts up a, a shot and, and gets fouled. But I thought that was a two. I was like, well, he's still just, he needs to make these two free throws to tie it up. But then they review it and then they say his foot was behind a line. And it was. I and was like, was. holy crap. And yeah. so he's, now I'm like, dude, Jimmy Butler, like he's like the star of this team, the star of like this series, I think, you know? So now he has a chance to get that. Yeah, knocks them all down. And like, all right, well, Celtics, they, they have like so little time. But yeah, I, I don't remember if they yeah. had three seconds left or 14 seconds left, but it was no, a one no, possession. No. It, was, it was less time. than five seconds. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was pretty much a. Inbound catch, look, shoot, sort yep. of scenario. Yeah, I, and two point six sticks out in my head. I don't know yeah. if that's right, but that's that's just what I see. And then Marcus Smart was the one that shot the three pointer and missed, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, but he got real close. Like it, it went in and out. So I was like, oh, they just missed it, you know. But then, <laughs> um, what's his name? White just comes Derek out of nowhere, White. and yeah, yeah, just uh, tips it in from the opposite corner. And oh man, like, and even that point, you know, like. I'm with a bunch you of friends, know. you know, yeah. And, yeah, and like, I'm like, there's no way he got it in. There's no way, like, it was the buzzard hit, like, it rang before he got his so finger on the ball, you know. Close. But yeah, and then they slow motion it, like, right afterwards, you know. So, and then his finger was right off the ball. I was like, holy crap! And that's when everyone was like, holy crap! Like, they're moving, yeah. they're, like, they're continuing on. They didn't get eliminated. They're going to game seven. So yeah, just just really cool to see with a group of people watching it together, you know. And yeah. Oh, Real exciting. Sure. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine what it was like to be in that building. Right? Going from the highest of highs after Butler nails all three of those shots to, yeah. did that count? Did he make it? And just kind of being like, well, let's wait for the replay. And then mm-hmm. just being completely deflated yep. Yep. after that happens. All the air gets let out of the building. Everyone's, yeah. uh, well, everyone's beeholes all pucker up and everything like that. Because they're like, oh, <laughs> crap, we're, we're going to get eliminated next game. Because, <laughs> yeah, the Celtics, I mean... 
They're, they they're won three in a row. They're yeah, going back it's, to Boston. It's yeah. so hard just to win three in a row, let alone four in a row, too. I mean, geez. So, yeah. But then we could go on, I guess, what happened in the next game, too. I, I thought that the coach of the Boston Celtics, who name escapes me, Missoula, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. I I felt like after that 3-0 lead, you know, then they really didn't show up for those games. His job was in jeopardy based yeah. off of that. Based off that performance, but he rallied the troops. He got those guys together. I think, he, I think he saved his job. I know he's a first-year head coach, but it's, it goes back to those expectations. The Celtics had huge expectations to get swept in the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. is is bad. It's embarrassing. So yeah. I think he saved his job with this performance. Uh, although tonight's game, so let's talk about Game Seven. <laughs> tonight's performance was back to the the Celtics that we saw the first couple of games in this series. They get blown out at home tonight by the Miami Heat. And Jimmy Butler was just locked in tonight. And they were playing just really good team basketball. And I was shocked that it took this long Mm -hmm. to get them clicking again. I thought after the first loss, after the second loss, that they would have been... This would have been the team that showed up for game six, right? for game five, for game six. Certainly they needed it for game seven. Uh, But Eric Spolster got got those guys locked in and they just... You know, from from the first quarter on, I think they they held the lead and kept the lead and and led by over twenty. I think it was twenty four points at one point in time. Yeah, uh, Boston did some damage to try to bring it close in, in the second half, but nothing really consistent. Um, in the first quarter, Jason Tatum hurt his ankle a little bit, and I wonder yeah, how much he, of an impact that had on, on that entire of game. Another player, yeah. So I didn't see him grimacing. You know, they showed the replays of, of, of the injury, and then they showed him grimacing throughout the game. But all the times that he was grimacing was, like, well after the game was out of reach, like, when they were down by 20. At yeah. least that's what it appeared to me. So is it one of those, like, oh, I'm hurt, that's why we're losing by 20? Or was it really hurt? I don't know. I mean... I, it, the way he landed on his ankle, know. it did look like he is probably oh, going to be definitely... slightly bruised tomorrow morning, you know? It's going to show yeah. some color. But it was one of those really light sprains where, you you know, you can still play it up, but it's just bothersome, you know, and you're kind of like being a little extra careful on how you land on your foot. You know, you're not going to be over pushing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I wonder how much that affected the overall game just because of that. I didn't look at yeah. his stats sheet or anything like that, but uh, do you know what he ended up with? Like how many points altogether? I don't know how much he ended up with, but overall as a team, the Boston Celtics did not shoot very well tonight. They yeah. They really struggled, especially from three. They at one point it was like I think the Heat had fourteen threes and, and Boston had like seven or, or something like that. Yep. Yeah. It's it's tough. You can't you can't win those sort of games. Right. Uh, if you're missing all the threes. Jason Tatum played for forty two minutes, eleven rebounds, fourteen points. Jalen Brown, eight rebounds, nineteen points. Derek White, eighteen points. You know, no one okay. on this team really took up that mantle and, yeah. and won the game where, you know, on on the Heat side, you know, Jimmy Butler 28 points, Caleb Martin, 26 points. Yeah. They had right. guys that were that guys that wanted the ball, guys that were shooting. Kyle Lowry off the bench played some really good minutes, had some really good defensive stops. Duncan Robinson, who missed those two open threes at the end of game six, uh, kind of oh, yeah. maybe not kind of redeemed himself, but had had a better scoring game. Yeah. Uh, 10 points tonight. Tyler Hero participated in pregame warmups. He's been cleared to resume basketball activities. He could make his appearance in the NBA Finals, which yeah. would be a huge lift to this team. Just, For sure. just to get a couple of quality minutes off of him. 
um, I think really, really goes a long way to rest some of these other guys, just to dispel some of these guys. Even if he's only playing 10 minutes, I think it's it's very welcome and very needed if they're going to compete against this Denver Nuggets team. Yeah. Well, I got to give it up for the Celtics. I mean, they put such a good effort into, you know, I mean, you're down 3-0. and And after watching the Lakers, too, lose, you know, getting swept, I thought the Celtics were going to see that and just kind of like, like give up you know they're like well they got swept and we got to win four games in a row there's no way we're going to do it let's just you know give up and you know let's, let's not even try but no they they gave it their all you know they they really gave it their best shot and i, I thought they were going to win this game honestly but yeah yeah, they, yeah they i've they been had, wrong this whole time the seat. yeah yeah so the nba finals matchup has been set the Miami Heat, the number eight, eight seed in the east going against the number one seed in the west the denver nuggets the first game is Thursday, June 1st, with game two on June 4th. And then the they, they do a lot more spacing between games in the NBA Finals, right? Yeah. We were seeing games every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the case here. We have quite a few days off. The What I thought was interesting is Miami Heat booked their flight from Boston. You know, they went to Boston to Denver. They They did not anticipate coming home. After this oh, game, oh, nice. they didn't book their they didn't book their tickets that way. Their travel was set up to go straight to Denver, which yeah. I think is pretty funny. Interesting. Uh, it worked out for them. They're going. They're going to the NBA Finals. Ronnie, early predictions. Well, I guess it's not going to be early because uh, by the time we record next, there'll be a couple of games under our belt. Yeah, Heat Nuggets. Who are you taking? I'm going to take the Heat just because they. I think they've had the the tougher playoffs, and the the Nuggets beat some easier teams to get to where they are. So that's the only reason I'm really going with the Heat. Okay. I I also think the Heat, I am less confident than I was a week ago, and we kind of talked about that already. I do think the Heat has faced a lot of, of adversity this postseason. I think that's gonna help them. If Tyler Hero can come back and play, um it's it's gonna it should be a good series. I think it's ultimately gonna come down to who is shooting better from three, because I think you have a lot of similar players on this team. Like, no one's similar yeah. to Nikolai Jokic. But Jimmy Butler can take a team and put him on his back just like Jokic can. I mean, they, um, they beat teams that we thought were going to be in the finals. They they beat the Bucks. Yeah. They beat the Celtics. Those are like the top two teams. And yeah, then they also absolutely. beat the New York Knicks too. So yeah, there's I, that's why I think they're going to be able to... Yeah, they could take the Nuggets. The Nuggets beat the Suns. They beat the 8th seed, the Timberwolves, and just recently the Lakers. And those are good teams, but they're not as good as the East players, the East teams. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think... I think the Heat, but honestly, this this is what I love about the NBA Finals. It, it, who knows? It could go yeah. either way. It could go four games. It could go seven games. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, both of these teams are playing so good right now that it's really anybody's game. And I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to watch them match up and and see at some point is the stage going to be too big for the Nuggets and are they going to kind of wilt or have they? just tired of being early exits and they're just going to put their head down and cruise on through to the championship. So yeah. uh, Jimmy Butler was the Eastern conference finals MVP winning the Larry bird trophy. And now he has to go on to Denver. Yeah. And the heat were in it in the bubble too, but they lost it against the Lakers. And so, yeah, now yep. they get a chance to redeem themselves after a couple of years. Redemption. Yep. And they kept their coach too. So they got the same coach. They just, uh, they didn't <laughs> yeah, F that been there forever. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, what do you got? I, I'm just. I want you to lead into Jimmy Butler. Go ahead. You're watching the lead. I want Jimmy you to Butler? lead into Jimmy Butler. I oh, I'm jumping there. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 but, but, 
Yes, let's do that. Okay. So uh, Jimmy Butler. No, I'm going to push. I'm going to push that, Roddy. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That wasn't the list we talked about before the podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, so anxious. <laughs> uh, just a couple of quick news updates, specifically to head coaching. Nick Nurse, the former Raptors head coach, has been hired by the 76ers to, play, to replace Doc Rivers. Adrian Griffin, a Toronto Raptors assistant head coach, has been hired to replace Mike Budenholzer in Milwaukee. The Suns have not yet hired a head coach. The Stupid. Pistons have not yet hired a head coach. The Raptors have not yet hired a head coach. Who else? Was there four? The Pistons the Raptors, you mentioned? The Phoenix and Pistons. Yeah, that's it. Just those three. I'm sorry. Uh, what was interesting is apparently the Pistons offered quite a sweet contract to Monty Williams, former Phoenix Suns head coach. And he said, nah, I'm good. And yeah. uh, it says he might just take the year off. So we'll see Smart if man. that holds true and we'll kind of see what happens from there. But yeah, those are, those are some of the biggest news updates as far as head coaches go. Carmelo Anthony has officially retired. He, he, I don't think he played this year. No. Um, so the no league kind him. of retired him. Yeah. It's, it's just sort of like, Hey, I'm retired. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know he <laughs> yeah. retired last year. Uh, so he is officially done. He was in the same draft class as LeBron James, uh, famously in the same Draft class is LeBron James. It's a very good draft class. And now he's done. So is he a Hall of Famer, Ronnie? Yeah, Carmelo? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, especially with as many gold medals as he got. Yeah. No, I agree. No disagreement there. I know we often disagree on things. Yeah. He was the best on the Knicks forever, you know. and Forever. Yeah. yeah. He's, he was the Knicks. Absolutely. Although he didn't win any championships or I don't even know if he made it to any NBA finals, but he's still one of the best players that you have on a Simply team. Simply the best. <laughs> I have some uh, Tina Turner has passed away. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's her. That's her song. Simply the best. It was. I was. I teared a little bit, and then I got over you it did. in about two seconds. You're such a jerk. <laughs> I have some Scotty Pippen comments. So Scotty Pippen, I don't. I don't know if he's just looking for a for a microphone or or what. A couple months ago, he mentioned that Phil Jackson's racist, and then tried to walk those comments back. Now he was asked about the greatest of all time and if if it's LeBron or if it's Jordan. Uh, and he says he doesn't believe in having a greatest of all time because the game changes. But then he talked about Michael Jordan specifically. And I'm going to quote him here. I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to the Bulls. You guys, seem to ha- you guys have seen him play. He was a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. It was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. All of a sudden, we become a team, and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. He was a player that really winning wasn't the top of his category. It was scoring. Mm -hmm. So he claims that Jordan was fine, but it really was a team that made him better. And it almost sounds like specifically him, Scottie Pippen, is what made Michael Jordan Michael Jordan. Now, obviously, that's not true. Michael Jordan's a fantastic basketball player. And when you look at the stats, he was actually averaging more points after Scottie Pippen got there. So it wasn't like his his scoring or anything went down. I think statistically he was better or about the same. I don't know. It it was marginal at best. So do you think uh, Scottie Pippen's got some sour grapes here? Is he mad that Michael Jordan's daughter is is (laughs) dating his ex? You're going to that. What's the deal with that? (laughs) Okay, well, first with his comments, I agree on half of the comments here. So I I do agree that Michael Jordan was – just like solely a one-on-one player, you know, like he, he wasn't really a team player at the time. He was just, you know, he, he wanted to take the whole team on his shoulders and 
he kind of like was a Kobe Bryant in those days, almost like a Carmelo Anthony too, where he just always wanted the ball, but he didn't really want to share it. And he wasn't a team player. That didn't happen until Scottie Pippen got there. And this is where you have a little backing on those, on, you know, with the coaching stuff that we always talk about. Maybe they got a really good coach and he coached up the team and taught them how to play as a team instead of just more of a one-on-one player. So maybe coaching does make a difference because I'm sure who was that coach at that time? It was, uh, what's his name? Phil that, Jackson. Wasn't the guy before that with the slick back hair that's the GM of the Heat? Pat Riley? Yeah, wasn't he the coach I of the team at the time? I think so. Bulls I thought he was. But um, I, I, so that's where you, you could prove me wrong, you know, because coaching could make a difference. Because before that, Michael Jordan was in the league for like four years or something like that before he even like got to an NBA Finals. Right. No, Phil Jackson was never... I'm sorry, not Phil Jackson. I miss Pat Riley. Pat Riley was never head coach of the Bulls. I thought he was. Uh, okay. It, it was Doug Collins when Jordan would have come out as a rookie. And then Phil Jackson became the head coach in 1989. Okay. And and won six championships. So. Yeah. See, there you Coaching go. matters. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Boom I'll accept town. that one. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. It, it comes down to using the players the best their their capability. And sometimes if you're the best player on a team, you have to do those one-on-one things. But if you start getting other players, players that can shoot, players that have a skill set, it's key to incorporate them into the game plan. Otherwise, you're wasting them. Otherwise, you're going to lose. And nobody nobody wants that. And he says that Michael Jordan wasn't good or no one knew Michael Jordan at the time. But what's that about? Well, I think you know, he was like, saying, he was saying, yeah, no, that's just dumb. Yeah, I don't agree on that at all but yeah i think when scotty pippen got there they did kind of form a team and scotty pippen was an excellent defender you need defense to win championships and then also he was a really good offensive player too so i kind of like split it up where michael jordan wasn't just like the sole scorer you didn't have to just guard him him you had to guard like the whole entire team because their overall team had good offensive players and they were sharing the ball right and then that opened up michael jordan a little bit too because he wasn't having the crazy defenders on him all the time to stop him. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think there's a lot of things that, that followed. I think the reason that Scottie Pippen is saying this is basically because he didn't get paid well in the league when he was playing in the NBA because of his crazy, like, 20-year contract or whatever it was that he signed for, like, $100,000 a year. So now he's trying to make <laughs> some money up nowadays, you know. Well, he, with- he also had a lot of financial issues. I know he mm-hmm. bought, like, a private jet and then something happened to it and he had a sue. There was yeah. a whole story with that. Right. And it's, he's, he's definitely struggled. And I, I think, yeah, I don't know. Does he get paid for these interviews that he does? He's like, got this, was, to. Uh, this was on I, a podcast. I think that's the whole reason that he's saying these weird things is because it gets the clicks, you know, people are interested in it in, in his comments. So, yeah, but he doesn't get the money for those clicks. If it's his podcast, then he does, right? It's not his podcast, though. Or if it's he has a YouTube podcast. channel. He was a guest on a podcast. Okay, then they had to have paid him. And what are you going to... like? You, I'm sure there's podcasts out there that could afford to pay him to say stupid crap like that. It's all about getting the advertising money, right? So you're saying we could have Scottie Pippen on our podcast say something stupid? Yeah. We just got to pay him? Exactly. And then everybody would be like, oh, listen to this oh, podcast man. because of... Of you know, Scotty Pippen's what on Scottie there. He said Pippen this. Said? Yeah, yeah. Scotty Pippen said, "Pineapple on pizza is the best way to go." <laughs> hey, Scotty, <laughs> talk, like, what? talk about Michael Jordan in the shower. Oh, <laughs> and look at think about money. how many clicks we would get off of that. 
Oh, Ronnie, <laughs> you, you hurt my head sometimes. Well, let's stick. Let's stick with Michael Jordan and let's talk about the. You know, I love a good conspiracy theory, which is I. I know that's why you sent me this link because it, it just gets me. Yes, happy let's get into to it. Discuss. I love it. Jimmy Butler, Michael Jordan, father son? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ronnie? I I think it fits. Like this is so weird. So I, I watched some YouTube videos on it and. Um, I, I think <laughs> that Jimmy Butler could be Michael Jordan's son. I, I think this, this has some legs to it. I don't know. What do you think? I want to quote the article here. This article I found when I Googled it and it says, just to be clear, the rumor is absolutely false. <laughs> Butler and Jordan aren't related and there is no evidence to suggest that they are. <laughs> well, so the real question is, how does this rumor get legs? There's right? no, vis- there's no evidence that he's not either right (laughs) (laughs) this is air bud rules guys there's no rule that says the dog can't play there's no way (laughs) so jimmy butler the (laughs) third right is born to jimmy butler the second and londa butler uh, his father abandoned the family when he was an infant and raised by his mother in a suburb of texas until he was 13 at 13 his mom kicked him out of the house um, his mom said, I don't like the look of you. You got to go. He left to his own devices. He got in trouble. He became a basketball star in high school, did not get recruited to a single D1 school. Uh, he played at a JC Tyler Jr. College before transferring to Marquette. And obviously he, he is what he is now. The reason this exists is because the, the rumor is that Jimmy, Jimmy's mom had an affair with Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. I think probably even more so in Michael Jordan's heyday than than now. Players would often have their their side pieces on the road, and when he went to Houston, he had a side piece. And the timeline kind of matches up that where he was in Houston nine, it wasn't even nine months before Jimmy was born. It was like seven and a half months before Jimmy was born. So I was like, oh well, maybe maybe <laughs> he was there. Uh, so he never knew his father. His father abandoned him. And the reason that his mom kicked him out was because when he turned 13, Michael Jordan stopped paying uh, hush money, allegedly. That's how the rumor existed. So then it's like, well, I don't need this kid anymore. I mean, that's a really, really sad story. Let's let's not downplay the sadness of this kid being kicked out of his home when he was 13. I... um, so then that that's becomes the rumor, right? The, he plays basketball really well. He doesn't have a father. It kind of lines up mm-hmm. with Jimmy Butler's history. And no, no, it's not real. It's not real. Oh, come all. on. Come on. Okay. So it, so it all started with that's your, that's your That's your compelling <laughs> argument. Come on. <laughs> so it all starts with this article that Therese Owens uh, reported on. And basically it was just saying that, yeah, there was a child that Jordan had out of wedlock and Jordan didn't want it to be known because he was a, a role model and he had like these shoe deals and he just thought it would be it would look bad on him especially when he had a kid with uh his wife at the time in 1988 butler was born in 89 so he already had a kid with his other other his other wife you know so that would have looked horrible you know he's cheating on her and and having kids with other girls right so yeah he ended up basically just kind of he wanted to kind of take care of the kid but he didn't want to like look like he was taking care of it so he was financially paying the mother and then the once he's once he stopped giving payments at the age of thirteen, then the mother kicked Jimmy Butler out of the house. Um, there was a quote saying that the mother said that at the age of thirteen, she kicked him out of the house and left him with these words: "I don't like the look of you. You gotta go." So Jimmy Butler was on the streets at thirteen. So first of all, 
F that, that sucks. And um, at the time when Jimmy Butler is born, you know, his quote unquote father, Michael Jordan, <laughs> he's, he tries sneaking into the hospital and he even, it, um, it's documented that he, he gave her 23 roses too. They wouldn't let him in a hospital, but he did send over 23 roses. Okay, so there's there's all these heard that that's sus. There's all these. What's your source? What's your documented <laughs> source? Well, so it says Jordan had a kid with a woman, or at or around the time Butler was conceived. It was well documented and is even reported that he tried to sneak into the hospital, and that she received twenty three roses while in the delivery room. I don't know. It's just that's just what I found on here. Yeah, I I would One, say. The one fact, last thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So there was a game against, you mentioned Houston. There's a closer game against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, 1988, it's December 3rd, 1988. Um, Jimmy Butler was born in, what was his year? September. Yeah, September 14th, 1989. So yeah, that lines up more, more better, or better. It lines up better uh, with that timeline. So I know the Dallas is a little far from Houston. So it's about a three-hour drive, but Michael Jordan also did have three days where he could go to Houston, where the better clubs are at too, and maybe that's where the that he conceived this this baby. So I think because of all that, and then hearing that Jimmy Butler was kicked out at thirteen, that that is like actually true. I don't know, man. And then you see like the side by side picture comparison of both of them, man. Like I I think they look very similar. I don't know what you think, but personally, like around the same age. They look very similar, more similar than Michael Jordan's real kids look. <laughs> so I, I, I think it could be true. So what percent do you think that this is likely? Like 50-50 means a coin flip. What percent do you think that this is true? I mean, at least like 98%. <laughs> no way. Are you kidding no, me? Okay, no, seriously, honestly, I'm just saying that to be dumb. I I will think I I think okay, I think there's a twenty percent chance that this is true. Quite honestly, I think it's zero. I mean, it just you, you, you the article is from TerezOwens.com, who you know is probably Legit. not. This is an article from 2016. For one, okay. When I'm looking at a picture of them next to each other. They have a similar jaw feature, but that really looks about it. I mean, it just. I don't see it. I don't see the similarities like like you say that you do. And I'll send I you this picture real quick. Doesn't make sense to me that if it was well documented that he tried to get in the hospital and send twenty three roses, then why not include where that documentation is? Right. I can right. say it's well documented, but that doesn't mean anything if it's not actually well documented. You right. can't just say, "Oh, it's well documented." You can't just say like. Oh, I have proof, but I don't want to show it to you. I mean, right. that's stupid. And then the sources that like they're saying this is the source, but they can't really like say like who said it because yeah. then then you lose your credibility as a journalist because they ask to be like anonymous, but so so it's like hard to say it's true or not because of that. But these where are these articles coming from? Where are these quotes coming from? Is this something that just people are making up? Like how maybe me Probably. and you could Make it this up with Scotty Pippen when we interview exists, him. Ronnie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you absolutely. Know? We're going to get Scotty when he's on our podcast to talk about how they would go to Houston all the time. If they were in Dallas, exactly. it didn't matter. They were making the three and a half hour trek to Houston to uh, to meet up with MJ's side piece. Can't remember <laughs> her name, but I think it was L. 
butler or something like that. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen on, on the next <laughs> JNR Basketball Podcast. Okay, but what about... So, first of all, let's push all this aside. How amazing is it Done. that Jimmy Butler became this amazing pro basketball player with oh, all this yeah. crap happening in his life. So props to him for just for pushing sure. past everything and be, being a homeless kid at, as a teenager, just living with friends and getting through all this. And man, respect. And now being a superstar in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. That, 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 he's faced things far more difficult than, I, than I've ever faced and hopefully will ever have to face. And he's just endured and, and powered through it to, to get where he is when there's so many easier ways he could have gone and things he could yep. have done. So yeah, right. congratulations to Jimmy Butler uh, for, for a lot of different things, but for, for this specifically, yeah, I, I, I think it's a silly little rumor. I love conspiracy theories. I just don't think there there's any beef. Like if you had to say which, which one's more likely to be true, the NBA rigged it so the Spurs would get the first pick or <laughs> this, the Spurs getting the first pick by like a million percent. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like you said, like you basketball players are known to have side pieces too a lot, and yeah, they they do have better clubs in Houston. So yeah, you play Dallas. You do got they three have days. better clubs in Houston? I don't know. Anyone from Houston or Dallas, chime in. Reach out to us on the JNR fan line and say, yeah, there's better clubs in Houston. I, I I don't know if that's true. I feel like Austin would have some pretty nice clubs, being uh, a more ecology town. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. When I was in Dallas, I went to Red Lobster, and I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, anything else you want to chime in on this conspiracy theory before we, before we button up this tinfoil envelope? No, I'm surprised that you don't think it's true at all. I mean, I, 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 I think, think there's, there's parts of it that, that kind of match it. up, and uh, I, I kind of like, I wonder if so, it is, just because if anything yeah. matches up, it's kind of like, huh, that makes, does make you think, you know? No, I just I just don't think anything matches up. You think it was just for attention and they made up like the 23 Roses and they, they made up all these articles? I think articles. it's all made up. Yeah, I think it's all made up. Uh, all these articles. I haven't seen any articles. You, you, someone saw that Jimmy Butler was abandoned at thir- the age of 13 and then he decided oh, to write something true. up. And- I, I, I think he had a crappy mom and, and someone wrote a story about it and then someone else's... So yeah. what about the quote where his mom says, I can't stand the side of you. Maybe she couldn't stand the side of him because he looked so much like Michael Jordan. So she just wanted him out of there because she wasn't receiving payments or, anymore. And she just was or done maybe with he it. was getting into trouble at school and she just threw her hands up out of frustration being a single mom and uh, sent him on his way. That happens every day, Ronnie. Every I day. I think if Michael Jordan got, if he hooked up with some girl at the club and everything like that, then that, that does sound like something that a club girl would do just like get rid of her son at the age of 13 when she stopped receiving payments. How many club girls do you know? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I, too many. I can't, I lost count. <laughs> too many. Oh, the... <laughs> All right, let's move on to our best friend, our favorite Grizzlies player, Ja Morant, who has posted some cryptic messages on social media that Sky. warranted the police coming to do a wellness check. Uh, he's clearly battling some demons, some mental health issues going on here. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, we made fun of him for the gun thing. And, and to be fair, it's not illegal to have a gun. Uh, I Actually, I don't know where, where that was. It could be some, you know, Washington, D.C. has very strict gun laws. Yeah, it's different per uh, state. Let's, let's assume that it wasn't legal for him to have that gun out. So he didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything against the law. Now, was it stupid when you're trying to build a brand and you're trying to 
make money off of your name and, and have fans and recognition and, and against the NBA policy. All of that stuff is true. But as far as from a legal standpoint, he didn't break the law. Uh, so maybe we were a little harsh on him. I'm I'm willing to accept that maybe I was a little harsh on John Morant. Now looking at this case, it, it's clear there's something else going on, I think. I'm going to read uh, some of his tweets or, or whatever social media. media. Okay. Uh, I love you, Ma. Love you, Pops. You're the greatest baby girl. Love you. And then he posted a post that simply said bye. So that obviously caused some concerns that yeah. he was saying goodbye to all of his loved ones. Yep. So the police did a check and they quote, he is fine, whatever that means. So clearly, again, something's going on with this guy. Because historically, when people obviously. post those types of things, it's almost like suicidal goodbyes, you know? So you're worried that he's going to do something yeah. to kill himself. Well, so you do kind of got to check on him, especially with everything that's going on with him, with guns and just losing deals left and right. So, yeah. It's it's two. It can be one of two ways, right? He is he is dealing with something, and he's having these thoughts. And yes, the 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 welfare check was certainly warranted. Or two, he just wants attention. He's pulling a Scotty Pippen and saying <laughs> stuff that's going to get a news article on him. Maybe I don't know. But he didn't really I, I, I say hope anything he gets this it time. Figured out. He didn't say anything, but he's he's making posts that he knows are going to get him attention. If if we take the negative side of it, if we say this is what he's doing, obviously I don't know John Morant. He hasn't responded to my messages. If <laughs> if if he's clearly struggling with something, that's one thing. But if he's just looking for attention, do you, you remember the early days of MySpace and Facebook mm-hmm. where people would just post those cryptic messages like "I don't even know anymore," and they'd <laughs> yeah. be like, "What's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nothing. Go ahead, tell us." And it was just stupid attention whoring and mongering. Yeah, that. That was the most obnoxious thing in the world. Heck yeah. Is he doing that or yeah. is there something else going on? So if it's, if I'm going to take the negative approach and assume he's doing that, well, then you know what? Come on, dude. Get, yeah. your, get your head out of your butt. But if he's struggling with something and, and he does need mental health, hopefully the Grizzlies are there helping provide that for him. You know, They have a vested interest in seeing John Morant be successful on the basketball court. So it makes sense that they would – be involved with this. So hopefully they are. Hopefully they're getting some te- him help. He's suspended from team activity, so he can't go to the he can't go to the training facility. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they figure out something uh, and get this guy some help. So we don't we don't see. I don't want to discuss John Morant this off season. I guess let's just, let's just say that that'd be nice. I want him to just be completely irrelevant because he's spending time with his loved ones. He's spending time getting healthy. He's spending time improving his his basketball game. That'd be great. We don't yep. hear about those sort of stories, and I hope I hope that's the case with John Morant. So, I, I got my fingers crossed for you, Jaw. If you truly are struggling for something, but if you're just an attention whore, well, then take it to another corner, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of reminds me of uh, who's the king and queen of England right now. They always say they want to be left alone and everything, and then they do something out in public, and then they're like, "We we just want to be left alone and quit quit taking pictures of us and everything." It's like, okay, well, it's like quit doing all that crap that you're doing in public, you know, just. Yeah, quit trying to be attention whores like you are. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think the king does that. You're probably talking about some of the some of the other paparazzi famous people. I might be talking about the prince, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know, he doesn't know what guys. Ronnie doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's let's. Did you know? (laughs) Did you know? I'm actually blood royalty too. Like I I looked at the bloodline, and I am some sort of. I have royalty blood in me. Like 
<laughs> super far down in the line, and I don't care. Whatever. I saw King Ralph. Yes. <laughs> it's about you. I'm related to King George, one of those King Georges. Okay. I will take your word for it. I don't know. According to evidence, <laughs> Ronnie is related to the king. We don't know what the evidence is. We don't have it. But hey, that's enough for Ronnie. <laughs> my my dad saw the bloodline and he, he did some research on it. He said, holy He's crap, like, like, we're, we're related yeah. to the King George the Third or something like that. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And you went on. You went on with your day. Yeah. Yep. It's like that's cool. I'll never see anything. All right, we're gonna mix it up a little bit, and this is something that I think Ronnie's been itching for. But from from this point in the podcast on, it's gonna be a little bit more adult themed than we normally are. So if you have little ones in the car with you, or you're easily offended by stuff, this is this is gonna be the rated R portion of the portion. <laughs> Yes. Rated our portion of the podcast, so uh, fair warning for that. But the other night, I was watching the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, and I just jokingly referred to Jimmy Butler as Jimmy Butts because it made my wife laugh. <laughs> so, you know, Jimmy Butts putting up the shot, and, and I just kind of said, that would be a terrible porn name for somebody, Jimmy Butts. <laughs> I like his natural nickname, Jimmy Buckets. Have you heard that one, though? I like that one oh, a lot. I have heard that one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I thought, you know, what other NBA players are kind of similar to porn names or, or, or can we twist in our demented minds into porn names? And uh, I sent you a text message and I, I imagine that you immediately went beautiful mind into a laboratory <laughs> and started writing up things. Um, I'm going to start with the one I'm most proud of. All right. And that is that is Luka Doncic and his porn name is Luka Dong Dick. Yeah. And I just... I just love that. Look at Dong Dick. Laugh. I like it. Yep. Look at Dong Dick. It's another yeah. one. Look at Long Dick. Look at Short Dick. Look at Long Dick. Well, no, because Don Chick, come on. You can't you can't change the letters completely. Uh, <laughs> the other one that I really like, and I'll, I'll let you get a couple in here, is, um, and I said this to you, is Mo Bamba is still just Mo Bamba because some <laughs> names just, some names just yep. work as yep. it is. Would be an so, amazing uh, one. Yeah, what do you, what do you, you got a couple you want to list off? So for, for uh, Nikolai Jokic, I, I did. <laughs> Mine are so stupid, but they make me laugh anyways. <laughs> but for uh yeah, Nikolai Jokic, it's naked guy Jokic. <laughs> naked guy Jokic. Yeah. I think that'd okay. be a good for name. Hold on for a second. Naked guy <laughs> Jokic. What kind of what kind of adult film genre is <laughs> Hey, somebody if that was on the cover, I'd guy rent Jokic. it. No. I, would, I would rent it immediately. I was like, I got to find out what this is about. The follow-up question. Do they rent those sort of – like are you going to some CD VHS store to rent these sort of videos? Yeah, remember running? Blockbuster? They had the curtain. Blockbuster never had a curtain. <laughs> yes, they did. Well, no okay, way. Was, was it Hollywood Maybe like video? your local – Maybe Hollywood video. That sounds yeah. that sounds Hollywood video. The curtain <laughs> that I makes forgot sense. All about you know, the, was it Valley Video that was by us? They had they had the curtain. Yeah, and I think oh, um, I think uh, Castle <laughs> Megastore probably has some sort of section oh, like that. I don't think they have rentals though. Oh, okay. You just said buy them straight up. Okay, so I, I would I would buy it then. <laughs> Ronnie's gonna do some research and buy <laughs> naked yak naked jockage video. <laughs> yeah, and let us know what's. Uh, what's another one you got, Ronnie? For Giannis, Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you said you had one for Giannis, I knew I was going to be stupid. <laughs> I, I tried to make one with his last name, but the best thing I could come up for Atente Kuampo was Anteater Cockumper. <laughs> 
Oh boy. That, dude, <laughs> that's as close good. as I could get. Giannis Anteater Cucumper. Cucumper. I have Jason Tatum as Jason Taint Yum. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that one. Oh, uh, and then I have uh, you had one for Bam Adebayo as well. Mine for Bam Adebayo is just Bam because again, sometimes your yeah. name just fits. Yep. Bam fits pretty well. And then sticking with our sons, I have Devin Hooker, and instead of Chris Paul, I have Chris Ball. De- yeah, <laughs> Chris, Chris Ball CB three instead of CP three. Yeah, He's got three okay. of them, folks, and it's kind of a freak show down there. But um, Ronnie's gonna rent it behind the curtain and let us know. John Morant, I got Lockjaw Mortaint. <laughs> That's mind of horrible. <laughs> As long as they can fit their name in there oh, a little bit, I'm going with it. Roddy. <laughs> I'm at, my list is, oh no, what was the other one I had? Oh, uh, instead of Steph Curry, I had Spicy Curry, which was just an Indian <laughs> yeah. porn name. So a very, a very specific genre of porn. Yeah, so your, your name is like, is, yeah, it makes a guy seem, sound sexy, you know, so yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine are like, oh, I don't want to watch like, that guy. Naked Jocket? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> I like, that was I like, all of my I like Devin Hooker, though. One? That's a good one. Devin Hooker. Devin Hooker's just, you know, that, that's a pretty easy one. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got as well. So it all started for me just calling Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butts. Oh, we went down this rabbit hole that I, I'm not proud of. <laughs> I just looked up some of the biggest names. I just made them right before this podcast. So that's as good as I could do right oh, on the so spot. You did You did your homework. <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny because I, I make names like all the time, but I can't remember what they were. Like I'll, I'll think about it during the games. Just I'll, I'll start texting you randomly when I come up with some. Even like me you and send me. me and my what wife's brothers. Luca Dogshit is one. Look at dog shit. Yeah. No, it's oh, you sent me Derek White, would just be D White. Oh yeah, because yeah, just his initial, and at his you know since he's black, you know it makes sense to have him D White. Uh, oh <laughs> it just makes sense. Bam Adebayo, you had damn I'm a Bayou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. One. I, I assume you were saying I'm that to Devin Hooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's probably my favorite of yours, Ronnie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lucas shit dick. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. The NBA Finals are starting. The Houston... Nope, we have the wrong screen up. <laughs> the NBA Finals are starting. The Denver Nuggets, the Miami Heat. And uh, that's all I got for this week's episode. Ronnie, anything you want to add before we close up shop? No, I'm pretty proud of Lockjaw Mortaint, though. Yeah. Lockjaw. Just call him Lockjaw instead of John Moran. Lockjaw. I don't see how Lockjaw and Jaw. Like, oh, okay. Lockjaw, Jaw. Okay. John Moran. I was like, yeah, Lockjaw. Yeah, I got that. He's going to give you Lockjaw because he's so large. Yeah, you can can stop now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Yep. Thanks, guys.